Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeine and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you as well. Uh, anything planned for the day? Uh, yeah, Aaron's coming home from school, and I went to New York and drove there for the first time this weekend just for a quick less than 24 hours trip and grabbed her. So we're going to have dinner, all four of us, all together. Um, but it was so it'll be it'll be nice to be together. How about you guys? Uh, we have T-ball at one o'clock. So, of course you do. You know, that's uh, that's mm-hmm. how I'm spending my Mother's Day. Derek was like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, I want to make no decisions. So yeah. I want it to that's appear. That's what I want for dinner. Yes. I will be honest with you, though. I spent many a Mother's Day on the um, on the baseball field. You might remember from season one when we yeah. talked to Sandy Brettler. And I miss I miss my Mother's Day on the baseball field days. That was fun. And yeah. we made a whole little yeah. party of it. So um, enjoy your t-ball time um, there. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fine. Yeah, we uh, – I, I don't know. I Yesterday was like a, a, a first, like, I don't know um, – uh, sneak peek at what life is going to look like as we return to some sort of normalcy mm-hmm. and I I don't know if I'm quite ready for it I've kind of liked this being at home thing and being able to spend time with my family in a different way yeah yesterday we were doing the like okay we've got this to do and who has the kids where when why how you know all that good stuff who who takes the kids to this mm-hmm. while we're at this and that uh so yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Hmm. I hear you. Hmm. I had a little bit of that too. It was nice to have a little normalcy. That was my first drive into New York City in over 18 months, you know, um, and I I enjoyed it. And it it was a nice return to normalcy. But yeah, I definitely felt like I'm going to come back to chaos because we're not just going to be home and we are in and out and everything. And so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. This reentry is I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I know that this whole thing's been such a pain in the butt, but uh, of all of, like every time I talk to somebody about it, we just I, I think we all come to the same conclusion of like how much more time we got at home and how much yeah. of a gift that was. And so mm-hmm. if you have to silver line the whole thing, you know, I know. And for people who lost people, obviously that's a whole I was going to say it makes me painfully right? like, aware of the privilege yeah. to say that in yeah. that like you know the yeah. fact that I had a job I could work from home yeah. and and my employment wasn't you know at risk and that I could keep everyone safe it's a it's a privilege in it um I'm not I'm still kind of processing how I feel about that I I don't love that there you know that there's so much have and have not I'm even feeling that way very much with vaccinated and not and people's attitudes towards things and oof this is a complicated world right it is yeah and you know just kind of trying to be the voice of of you know yeah i am in the same place and i talk about that a lot you know derek and i have the availability to work from home as needed or i can take noah to work with me and post him up in my office and Mm -hmm. he can do his schooling and so excuse me it wasn't like, you know, how in the world are we going to make this work when uh, we were cyber school, mm-hmm. you know, because we had to go online a couple of times and it's like sudden, you know, right. you don't know. And then suddenly, you know, now you have to do three to one days at home and, you know, Noah's nine. He's not capable of staying home by himself all day long. But, no. you know, you just wonder how many parents are making those choices. How mm-hmm. many parents are making choices to not go to work and their shift workers and mm-hmm. only paid when they're at work. Um, you know, there's a huge, um, working sector, like, you know, there, there are people who are desperate for help, but, 
I can't help but wonder how much of that's driven by parents not being able to be, you know, two places, right? Like you can't be at home helping Mm -hmm. your child and then also at work. And yeah, it it is. It it has definitely shown some light on that and and just feeling incredibly blessed that uh, we've been able to uh, mm-hmm. you know, make this all work. So. Well, and I wonder too what the long-term effects of women who had to make, you know, m- mothers are often, we already know this, so much the ones who sacrifice their careers to take care of the family and how much this is going to yep. exasperate that. And, and it makes me wonder about, you know, so many strides being made forward, but how many strides will be brought back and, and who's returning to the workforce as quickly as others. And, you know, and so it, it's a lot. Um, it also, you know, we're making a lot of decisions, um, different industries of who really needs to return to um, the physical working yeah. space and who doesn't and um, you know and who's going to be okay with that and, and not um, and so I think we're in for a world of, of industry labor and industry changes coming up that is going to affect us and affect the nonprofits in our lives too you know I think that um, yeah. in some ways the efforts to keep nonprofits going there there was a side benefit of a lot of a spotlight put on nonprofits during this and what they do and how they do that and um, I think that's a good thing but how that balances with the traditional labor and industry is going to be really interesting over time yeah 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 uh nonprofits make up that it's the 12th largest workforce in the u.s uh Mm -hmm. it's really fascinating and so yeah how is that going to change and what does that look like and and yeah i don't know it's it's tough and i don't know it's interesting how people come come to things and and how much you have to be you know driven to your work and and making sure you're doing all the things and i don't know that's what i tell kenzie and and channel all the time like i can offer you very little in terms of benefits but i can offer you flexibility Mm -hmm. and i intend to do so because i require flexibility you know like it's it's a great place to be able to say that but not everybody can and so yeah yeah it's tough it is tough. Mm-hmm. It is tough. And it's complicated. And speaking of complicated, this week we talked about our love languages. That was our, te- our personality <laughs> test for the week. And I'm, I will confess, um, everybody always walks around in my life and they're always like, this is my love language. And I really didn't quite know. I had not stopped and taken the test know. and I okay. didn't know. No, I did not know. Um, and so, so um, I think there is yeah. one caveat to this test is that this was like a really shortened version. Mm-hmm. And so like you can find it on uh, love languages if you just type in like love languages, you can mm-hmm. find it. Um, but so there, there is a, uh, a, a level of like, it's all or nothing. Yes. So we each have a 0%, which is probably not quite <laughs> well, true. And let's, let's tell our listeners too here. So because it kind of gives you two different things. Like it might be like, I appreciate the most either a hug or a word of encouragement. Like they're very one or the other. Well, and I agree with yes. you because there are things here that I'm like, yeah, this is telling, but it's not, it's not the full picture for sure. For sure. Like, how broken am I? But, well, well, yeah, we'll get into this. Okay. So, my primary love language is acts of service. So, um, yep. Acts of service, just being anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, the words he or she most wants to hear is, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. That's true. This is the like, definition I, of marriage. That's true. <laughs> yes. This is me to a T. Like, literally, I'm 0% on receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. I'm only 13% on uh, words of affirmation. Like, don't tell me. Don't give me shit. Just show do me. the thing. You're like the yes. Eliza Doolittle here. You're like, 
Show me. Na, yes. na, 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 na. Show That's me. That's right. You know, there's a whole song Vacuum there. the floor. Even right. when you say, I don't know what the floor needs to be vacuumed, just vacuum it. I don't yeah. like just vacuum it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So how about you? Where are you so at? So for me, my top two are really close. So um, acts of service is not my number one. It was actually my number two, but only by 3%. My number one, and no surprise here, is words of affirmation. Like I hmm. put a lot of value in words and I, I always have. I think it comes from, you know, having a background in writing. I think all of those different things. And so for me, you know, tell tell me you think I'm doing a good job. Tell me you're proud of me. You know, tell me that I'm a good friend. Tell me, you know, tell me that you thought of me today. Tell me that those things. So I'm not surprised to see words of affirmation um, is number one for me uh, with acts of service not far behind because you're right. You know, pick mm -hmm. that thing up. If you can do something to lighten my load, and I've literally uh -huh. have said this to the loved ones in my life, like, you want to show me? That's lovely, but now, I do like me a little gift, though. So 20% here is, you know, especially a thoughtful <laughs> gift. You know, you just returned from from Nashville, from a, a fun little trip to Nashville, and brought me the sweetest Dolly Parton sticker. And I loved it. I was just tickled to death. And, you know, it, it that idea that, because for me, that tells me you were thinking about me when you were there. And you know me well enough to know what I like. And so it's all of the... With the things that the gift represents. I mean, not to mention I love me some Dolly Parton, you know. Um, but my yeah. zero, and this is not funny. This is not, like, surprising <laughs> to people who know me. My zero is physical touch. And I was saying to Shyla earlier, I think this really comes, though, from a place that um, that is, like, I am only 4'10". I am spend a lot of my life sort of physically overshadowed by people's presence. Like, you know, like everybody else right in my life right now is like, I don't want to go back to a bar because I don't want to get uh, COVID and I don't want to contribute to spreading these things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go to a <laughs> bar like, because no. I'm sick of seeing people's like armpits. I don't want my face in their armpit. I don't want them their sweatiness <laughs> over top of me. So I am a little bit weird. Short of a physical girl problems. Touch. Short girl yeah. problems. Now, yeah. having said that, the flip side of this, and this is where that whole all or nothing thing does work. I am definitely not a zero physical touch person. Like, I am a hugger. Like, when I haven't seen someone for a while, you know, I'm Italian. We do a lovely little kiss going on. Like, you know, like all of these things, but it is definitely not to have on my list. No, I got a lot of physical yeah, yeah. hold it back, friends, you know, kind of deal. Um, so my yeah. second one was physical touch. So I'm like, I, I'm very intentional about that with yeah. my children. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, especially Noah and Lucas, but, but especially Noah, like, you know, as he gets older, like yeah. he, he wants it and desires it, but like, it's, you know, mm -hmm. he's kind of hitting like awkward, like whatever. Yeah. So I'm very intentional about making sure I hug them and that, like I mm -hmm. cuddle with them on the couch and like that kind of stuff. I yeah. do appreciate that. My kids so. are still cuddlers and still huggers. Yeah. They really are. Even Aaron, you know, he's tall, way taller than me and, and 20 and all of that, you know, he'll come and sit next to me on the couch and, and put his arm around me and give me, you know, we're, we're big huggers in that way. And we're, but like you said, we're very intentional with it. We're very, you yeah. know, I am taking the time to look at you and say, I want to give you this visual touch because it's really meaningful, you know, which I think is really, really sweet too. So um, how, where was quality time on your list? I actually at 26%. Okay. And I think that's really because like, we don't mm -hmm. have a lot of time to spend together. Mm -hmm. Um you know, and, and I don't know if I've gone on one of my rants about how Derek and I never communicate through the week. So like, I think <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking text, about. 12 mm -hmm. texts a week. And that's like the, the extent of it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's probably part of it is like quality time is like intentionally spending mm -hmm. like 
carving out time to spend with me. And I think that's probably like, yeah. Yeah. So mine is, my quality time is 17%. um, And what's what I I just kind of chuckle about this, and I think you will too, because Mark's would be like 155, right? Oh, yeah. Quality time. You know, when when we often will have a conversation about like Christmas is coming up and what are you guys doing for each other? Or, you know, Mark's birthday will come around and Mark's birthday is in September. And so we all often have a little backyard something and we'll talk about presents for Mark or something. and, And you will always say to me, you really just give Mark exactly what he wants, which is he wants your undivided quality time. So I'm going to make Mark take this quiz later today. And I'll have to in the season finale, I'll have to follow up with that with you. But I am betting money unless I don't know him as well as I think I do. I think quality time will be all over his deal. Like I think, I think he'll Derek's be 100% quality, will be time. quality time too. Yeah. Wow. He's not a gift person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't Neither necessarily need to hear yeah. acts of service. Like it's oh, whatever. Physical yeah. touch. I think it'll, pro- it'll probably be between quality time and physical touch. Yeah. Know, maybe I'm wrong. I'll have Who to make some do it too. Yeah. Well, let's do that. I love this. We'll have some yeah. follow up. Well, on Mother's Day, we'll do some father's follow up. <laughs> Sounds good. But speaking of like quality time. You must time, do it because it's Mother's Day. That's right. Oh, that's true. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but speaking of quality time, we got to spend some quality time with a mom and, and daughter duo this week, which was absolutely amazing. Yeah. 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 So we got to, for, for our Mother's Day special, um, which, by the way, we've been now doing this for a little over a year. Yes, we've hit our year mark, which is really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Mother's Day this year, we thought, uh, actually, it was Derek's idea. He's kind of our silent producer in some ways, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Got to give him credit. He'll mm-hmm. never he'll never listen. It's fine. It's I'm giving fine. him credit. He, he won't know we gave him credit. And apparently, maybe uh, yeah, um, it's fine. words of affirmation <laughs> won't be important to him, but that's okay. <laughs> it won't. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So he was like, yeah, you should really do like a mother-daughter duo. And I started thinking about some of the the people that we have in our lives and um i had wanted to get kristen heavily on for a a while but being the good introvert she is and just not Mm -hmm. being all into that she's like "Eh." but then when i threw in let's have your nine-year-old on she Mm -hmm. was like oh you did it to me you had to go there didn't you of course i did so um abby and kristen they actually prepped they're so sweet i love Mm -hmm. them um they they were yeah all in Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was a good interview it was Abby's fantastic. Some really cool stuff. Abby's amazing, and um, and so is Kristen. And I was delightful to hear what they were doing. And I was so inspired by all the things that Abby supports and the ways that she she really thinks about supporting her community in such creative and wonderful ways and you know I'm a person who hates to make choices I'm a big like call me a jack of all trades I'm good with that like I like the having my hand in a lot of things and I think Abby is the same she wants to support as much and do as much as she can in the world and I don't think that girl is going to have anybody make her make a decision of where she focuses her her time so (laughs) I loved it it was great yeah no it was really great so uh yeah here's uh Abby and Kristen Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Weird, weird day. I was like up doing stuff and adjudicating for New York Thespians, and then yeah. I went to lunch with Aaron and Mark, and then I took a nap, which is something I oh. never do, but That's probably good. because I wanted to prepare for our very high energy guest today. Yeah, so we're doing something very exciting as as part of a Mother's our Mother's Day kind of celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, we are welcoming two guests today. I am excited. Yeah, so we're welcoming Kristen and Abby. Heverly. So mom daughter duo, dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Hi guys, how's it going? Hi, we're good. How are you? Good. How are you, Miss Abby? 
Good. Good. So can we start with you, Abby? Can we ask you a couple of questions? Sure. Okay, awesome. So, Abby, I have known you for a couple of years because you and your mom um, are volunteers at the Caring Cupboard, and I have always known you to be a very caring little girl. You are so exceptionally caring, and all you want to do is help people. Uh, But before we get into all of that really cool stuff, can you tell our listeners uh, what grade you're in? Fourth grade. You're in fourth grade. And what's your favorite book? Because I feel like I might know the answer to this question. There's way too many, and I cannot choose. Wait, but you're a huge Harry Potter fan, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Abby. I love Harry Potter. I yeah. have news for you. You're not going to believe this. This is so funny. I just finished reading the first Harry Potter book. So my daughter, who is a bit older than you, has wanted me to read um, the Harry Potter books forever, and I just haven't kind of gotten around it, and then it kind of became a thing, yeah. and I was like, I'm not reading these just because it's a thing, Yeah. but this summer, we're going to Disney and Universal, and I promised her that I would read them, and I just finished the first book today. The first book. That's, that's awesome. crazy. That's yeah. awesome. So that's sort of like, do you do you have a favorite of the Harry Potter books? Um, I'm torn between um the one we're reading right now, which is Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, and... I forget what it was, but, like, the one when he was in... Oh, yeah, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Okay. And okay. Okay. I don't know which years they are. I mean, I'm really bad at remembering. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll I know mean, when I get they're, there. Yeah. <laughs> they're dragon. There's mm-hmm. dragons, Quidditch. There's mm-hmm. a lot of action in that. A giant one. maze. Yep. Oh, well, I, I'm no very excited to get though. there. No spoilers. No spoilers for Yeah, Jack. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but is there is does the Heverly family have a system like you have to read the books before you watch the movies? I feel like that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. That's me my role. Me, mm-hmm. my dad and my brother read um like a little every night and then once we're done like Two days later, we'll watch the movie. Sweet. Well, I just so you know, Abby, you'd be proud of me because I'm doing the same thing. I'm not letting myself watch the book until I'm done with the – or watch, watch the, the movie. movie until I'm done with the book. So yeah. I just finished the first one, so our friend Taylor is bringing me all the DVDs because they're very hard to find uh, streaming right now. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you're going to go old school. I'm going to go old school and watch a DVD, DVD. at which point um, – you'll love this. Mark literally said to me, I don't know, I think I took that HDMI cable to something else. You might not be able to use the DVD player. Oh. I was like, fuck, right. is the deal? That's yeah. hilarious. So, Abby um, – um, recently, given your, your, your desire to help people, you started something really cool on Facebook. And I'm wondering if you would tell our listeners a little bit about what you did. Maybe mom can help. All right. So Abby, like you said, she has Abby, forever had the little heart for service. And we've tried to encourage that and, and help to get her involved. And we really appreciated you, Shyla, letting you know, child of seven come and help to volunteer at the Caring Cupboard because a lot of organizations don't let little kiddos in. So she kind of was able to get her start volunteering there. Um, But she always has ideas, tons of ideas. So a couple of months ago, I said, Abby, why don't you get a notebook and write down all of your ideas? So she did. She wrote down her ideas of bake sales and I don't even know what else. What else? It was a long list. It was a long (laughs) list. And then I had her write down some organizations that are important to her so she made a list of those and then out of that kind of we decided it wasn't something just our family could do right and so I asked Abby if she knew of a way to involve other people friends family maybe even people we don't know and she came up with kids for a cause kids for a cause oh kids for a cause. I'm yeah. so excited so can you tell us Abby what is kids for a cause first you decided to start a Facebook page right yeah, because then so many people could see it and they could share it with their friends. And that's where I started. 
What does it say on the Facebook page? Like, what does it talk about? Well, first you introduced yourself and, like, how it was just Mm -hmm. a way for a kid to make a difference. And then you've decided kind of every month to choose an organization or a cause, hence Kids for a Cause, that you would support, right? Yeah. And so your first cause... You want to talk about your first cause a little bit? Um, I really love the Spranza Animal Shelter rescue thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they actually gave me a virtual tour, so I thought it would be perfect to start with them since I love animals more than I love myself, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she does love animals. She wants to be a vet someday. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so she had kind of set up a way that people could donate either money or supplies for the animal shelter um so she made videos and she did little like updates along the way Um, i posted pictures of all the stuff i got and then my favorite part of that um of that project was when I got to drop off all of the stuff at Spranza. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. But didn't you also make some jewelry to sell for that? Oh, yeah. I made keychains, clip-on earrings, and then just regular earrings. They were like little dog bones, right? Oh, I love this. Um, paw prints. Oh, paw prints. Paw prints. Oh, I was going to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> we had to mail some away to people that weren't close, right? Yeah. Yep, so then all that money you were able to to buy lots and lots of supplies, a whole car full, right? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. There was so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And now we're on on to our second cause, right? Yeah. So she's kind of like picking something every month to focus on, and it raises awareness. It allows other people to be involved and to serve and to give. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So I I know what your second cause is. Can you share with our, our audience who your second cause is? Um, the Brethren Housing Association, right? The BHA. Abby likes to call it the BHA. Yeah, because I can easier. never remember the name. Yeah, it's a lot. So, so how did you? Yeah, how did is? you learn about BHA? And and can you talk a little bit about what it is? Um, so I started work. First of all, um, Mr. Vinton is one of our school's kindergarten teachers, and his wife helps there. So I didn't really know of that until like Facebook, I think. Yeah, and last then, summer we got involved. Yeah, last summer we got involved because they needed air conditions and me and my family donated too. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. And I got to see like the playground and I got to go to in one of the houses. Oh, that's awesome. So Brethren Housing is located in Harrisburg and it is a ministry to help is it mostly single women, Kristen? Yes, it yeah. is all It's only all single moms, um, single and, their moms and their children. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's a, it's connected to the to the Brethren Church. Um, and it, it's, I know, something that a, a lot of people in our community support. So that's awesome that I love that you're able mm-hmm. to identify organizations mm-hmm. as a 10-year-old. 10. You're 10 now, Abby? Nine. Oh, Nine. Oh, Nine. sorry. Nine. Aging her. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I didn't yes. need to do that. That's, <laughs> you never do that to a woman. I'm so sorry. Uh, but you're nine, and you can identify these organizations. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive so Kristen can you talk a little bit about like how you got here and and how your daughter has so much awareness um so it's kind of always been important to me to use my gifts and I think I I was just raised in a family that always served um so that was something important to me 
and my husband. Um, but then again, like as Abby started to grow and you could just tell she just cared, like she's such an empathetic person and full of compassion. So maybe towards her brother, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) she just, she's just has such a, a heart for service and, um, it's fun to see her, um, kind of shine and grow and it also helps us to, mm-hmm. to grow and I don't know it's been fun well and it's neat because but, there's um, there's so many skills here Kristen that, that you're that you're teaching Abby along the way mm-hmm. here she's networking she's talking to other people about these things and saying you know what do you care about that I could care about too you know for example the the example like with her her teacher who told her about the organization yeah. and those pieces you know hands-on actually saying I can make a difference and do this you mm-hmm. know is really great and the, the ability that you've that you've taken on as a family to support that is really quite amazing. So, yeah. um, so Kristen, you told you said a little bit about sort of you grew up in a, a family. Tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you too. Yep. So I um, grew up in Central PA, not here, but Lewistown, so mm-hmm. Mifflin County, and um, came to the area about fifteen years fifteen years ago. <laughs> a long time ago. I've been here now. Um, but I first was a high school math teacher at Derry Township, mm-hmm. and um, so teaching and children and kind of making an impact and difference has always been my thing, too. Um, so I taught there for five years and then took a, a step away to start our family when Abby was born um, and stayed home for two years till our son, Ben, was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Um, Kind of something that fell into my lap is our church. We attend Encounter Church. Mm-hmm. Um, they were looking for a new finance person seven and a half years ago. And uh, out of discussion at a playground, that kind of came to be um, a, a small 10-hour-a-week position for me to use my gifts and, and serve in our church family. Um, so I've done that for the past seven and a half years and um, been very involved in our church, stepped into the position of women's ministry leader several years ago um, and volunteer in our kids mm-hmm. program um, so that's it's just something that's kind of ingrained in us and it's a part of our whole family my my husband has been to Malawi Africa a few times serving um, and done some missions trips and mm-hmm. so it's just it's a big part of our family that's wonderful. So speaking of your family, what does Ben think of all of this? Is Ben into, you know, I would imagine when you get to see those animals and, and take those, that might be a pretty of interest to him. But how does, how is, what's his attitude towards um, volunteerism and doing for the community? So he also, Abby, would you think, would you say Ben likes to help out too? Um, yeah. He's not the idea guy, but he can be the muscle behind it. All right. He definitely <laughs> likes to be a part of this as mm-hmm. well. And, mm-hmm. um, loading the car and then helping to unload and when we took the stuff to the animals and when we bring things into the carrying cupboard he's helped maybe once he's been in with us i think mm-hmm. um the carrying cupboard is such a special place to do of, that too yeah yes, so it is it and is really appreciated that well and, one and of the, the carrying things- cupboard mm-hmm. and the carrying cupboard has helped me actually grow into this oh yeah how's yeah. that um shyla Shyla, because she's a wonderful influence, right? You know what I love about Shyla? She never says no to an idea. She says how. Like, you might wind up doing it a little differently than you originally thought, but she's never like, no. She's like, how, how will this work? What will this do? How will we do this? 
Um, so you're absolutely right, Abby. She's really helpful to have to have around in that way. And one of the things I love about the Karen Cupboard, family really can do service together, mm -hmm. which I think is so important. Sometimes we think about just what needs to be done for the organization, but you give a lot of thought to how that could work well for families. And and you did that during COVID. You did that. You know, I have to laugh because even like my daughter lives in New York City, and one of the ways she can still help with the Karen Cupboard is every year on New Year's Eve we're doing inventory. Yeah. Like it's like you know because you need partners to do it, and it's nice because but you, but you think about it in that yeah. way. You think about how can groups do this together, and and I think that's one of the reasons that service during COVID became something that you still needed help, but people could do it in their pods of people, and that all worked out well, and it was fine. Yeah, we just had something falling over over here. We're all good. Um, yeah, no, it, it's interesting because, you know, I, I think as young parents, Kristen and, you know, and I just thinking about like, we want our kids to have mm -hmm. the idea of service and, and what that means and, and to be part of the community. And I suspect, Abby, that you have a few more uh, grandparents after your time at the Karen Cupboard, right? Like some surrogate grandparents, mm -hmm. you know, Mr. John mm -hmm. and a couple of other people. So the connections that you make sometimes are just mm -hmm. as valuable as the work that you're doing. All right, so Miss Abby, you have a whole list of places that you're you're going to to support here over the next few months. Can you tell our listeners like a little teaser, a little sneak peek at what's to come? So next month, I'm gonna be doing a fundraiser for the Champs in Malawi. Okay, mm -hmm. as a part of the Passion Center for Children, which is an organization there that we've supported for several years now, right? Daddy went there. Yeah, and on two different trips. Once I'm old enough, I want to go with him. Mm -hmm. And then once my brother's old enough, we're all gonna go together. Oh, that's awesome! Wow. Can you tell us a little bit about what that what what is that organization and and what do they do? So, yeah. um, the Passion Center for Children is an organization that takes um, in orphans in Malawi. Um, many are orphaned um, through AIDS, the pandemic of AIDS there. Um, but uh, they have an orphanage, they have a child-headed household program, so if they have older, an older child who can care for the younger children, they have an infant program. They do so many things for such a small organization. And the neat thing there is that it's all run, pretty much all run by the people of Malawi. Um, so it's not just us from America coming in and, and doing mm -hmm. and serving short-term, they're actually sustaining um, the program. But um, one of their newer, um, or I guess growing portions is the Champs Club, which would be for um, children with special needs and disabilities and um, just to provide physical therapy and um, help to meet some of their needs. We, sponsor, we sponsored um, like a child or twin. We have twins. We have s several sponsored people. Yeah, we sponsor a lot of kids there. Daddy yeah. jokes that we might as well just take the whole village. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's yeah. tempting, too. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. They're adorable. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. when uh, when Steve goes, does he provide medical help? Like, does he volunteer in a medical way? Okay, yeah. so he's so a pediatrician. He does, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, he's a pediatrician. He, when he goes, he does um, kind of two things. He does provide actual medical care, but then he also provides training um, to – they have a um, – mobile like health network that goes out into the villages and so he will provide them with some basic training um, because they're not they're just lay people mm -hmm. um, so he does like some first aid and mm -hmm. just some basic um, trainings with so them. what will the fundraise what will the this look like the support um, 
uh, look like this month? Or do you think you'll be selling items? Do you think you'll be collecting money or supplies? Like, or is, is it about awareness, which I think is so amazing that you know that is one of the biggest ways we can actually support. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are always like, oh, I need to give money or I need to do this. And those things are very important, yeah. but the awareness and the sharing about something is, is just as important, right? Absolutely. Because if people don't know about something, they can't support it. So what's your hope for what you're going to do for them next month? I don't really know because there's already going to be a fundraiser, but I don't really know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. All I know is that there will be one, but... (laughs) Well, and that's very smart, Abby, from a nonprofit way, which is that you're not going to do something that's competing with those efforts. You're going to participate in those efforts so that you can help to have the greater impact. So you don't know it, but you're a nonprofit leader, like, years beyond your... your... (laughs) Wisdom beyond She's your years. She's got the peer-to-peer fundraising down. Absolutely. She's got the, yeah, that's pretty awesome. But I yeah. hear the month after that, there is a organization that we know quite well that is going to be benefiting. <laughs> Who is the month after that? The Caring Cupboard. Oh. The Caring Cupboard. That's right. The Caring Cupboard. The Caring Cupboard, as we know, does wonderful things by helping to provide sustainable and nutritious food um, in the Palmyra and Anvil areas. Yes. How did you first get to know the Caring Cupboard? Do you even remember? Answer that one. Okay, I'll answer. <laughs> no, I don't really remember. I was gonna say you were probably so young you don't she was remember. Young, yeah. mm-hmm. No, and I think it, it started with me and and uh, our connection with church. We, um, um, so it's our church. Like we um help with the caring cupboard with like baby stuff. My mom actually runs, like helps with the um stuff that we do and there's summer lunches and Mm -hmm. other things that you can just donate Mm -hmm. we actually have a shopping cart in the um lobby of the church and you can just add donations in it Mm -hmm. that visibility which is so good you know and i kind of love abby that it's been a part of you for so long that you had to think about (laughs) about what it was and it's true and it's a good thing and especially shows that awareness in our in our community here which is fantastic Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, you guys are, are such wonderful examples as parents, um, you know, and, and the whole family as leaders in the community and, and kind of balancing the the acts of giving and service with being family. Mm-hmm. You know, I run into that a lot where like, okay, I could, I could sign up and do all of these things, but if my children can't be a part of that, then I'm just leaving them to go help mm-hmm. somebody else. Um, which I think is why I'm so like, you know, cognizant of the idea that like, if you can't serve together and you can't mm-hmm. teach your children that, um, then, then what are we doing? You know, like example, we're, we're coaching a T-ball team. How's, yeah. how's the T-ball team going? So let's, so it's, so let's talk about this. So the whole family yes. is coaching the T-ball yes. team together, yes, right? We are. are you head coach or is, or is Derek? Oh no, Derek's head coach. Cause okay. I was like, nope, I, I will be whatever you need me to be. Head mm-hmm. coach is not it. Uh, and and since Noah's there, our nine year old, right. he's around anyway. He has he, he's also stepped up as a coach, and he's he's done really well. Yeah, he's such a he he's very much like Abby, very like gentle and mm-hmm. kind. Um, and the kids really like him. You know, they call him Coach Noah. It's that's really awesome. Sweet. Well, yeah. and it's and it's fun too because you know that's one of the best ways that you can show that children have learned something is when they can instruct others, right? right? There's entire educational philosophies based on this. You know, is this idea that like I learn it, but when I teach it to someone else, that I'm really demonstrating. Isn't that, that the med school right. thing? 
learn it, do it, teach it. Isn't that the thing? Maybe. maybe Kristen, so. you've been around that long enough, right? And yeah. Like that. Yeah. Maybe so. But you know, we see we see this with it's one of the reasons that we have Gold Star Theater Camp in the summer for elementary and middle school students is yes, we wanna we wanna help continue the progress of, of the youth yeah. in the area, but our high schoolers are you know, they perform or they serve as the counselors. And when I can hear them talking about all the things that they then I really know they've learned yeah. it. And it's kind of the same thing with yeah. the Ulrich family is out yeah. there. So you know. so Derek is head coach, your assistant coaching yeah. Noah is like first baseman coach or something like yes, this, he's right? Yeah, first base and he coaches outfield. Okay, because you know we have a lot of kids picking flowers. So. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. Abby, do you play any sports? I play field hockey, but mm-hmm. it's not in the mo- in process at the moment, right? Because mm-hmm. the season's the season's over. Yeah, uh, gotcha. She, does, she likes indoor, which is in the winter. There mm-hmm. is spring field hockey, but she she likes indoor better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, while we were on before, I could hear Abby testing the microphone by singing, so I'm going to have to get her to camp oh, with me this yeah. summer. Oh, for sure. For sure. Let's start camp. Uh-huh. Yeah, Snow will be there. You guys can be pals. It's a that's good awesome. time. I know. So I think yeah. she's a woman of many talents, yes. and I love it. We're so excited to see where life life takes you, Miss Abby, because mm-hmm. your, your care and consideration – you're 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 a good one for this world. So thank you. Well, before we go, though, we have some we have we some do. questions yeah, for both Abby and Kristen. Yes? yes. All right. Should I should I start with Abby? You may start. Okay. Yeah, so ahead. Abby, I have some important questions for you. The first one is, what is your favorite coffee beverage? I do not drink car- coffee, but Starbucks probably um chocolate cookie crum- mm. crum- crumble frappuccino so good pick good pick Abby it was a trick question I was trying to make sure that your mom wasn't feeding you coffee you know I'm only 410 and I don't want to do anything that's going to stunt someone's growth so there you go good job good job all right I hear that you also have a special fancy drink that you're going to tell us about and I'm super interested because I also hear this might be at a destination I'm going to this summer so what is your favorite fancy drink it's a lava smoothie, and it's from Disney. It yeah, can be, they can be child friendly or adult friendly. Oh, okay. okay. Is there like what makes them lava? Is it just the like the color of it, or is it like actually like does some foamy like thing? A, it is a it's like a pina colada type drink, mm. and then it has like a little splash of red. Oh, like strawberry. I think maybe strawberry. I don't know. It's pretty secret. Oh. It's strawberry, watermelon, or cherry. Some kind of cherry okay. right on top. Well, I'll do my research, and I'll tell you what I think it is then. All right. I love it. I love it. All right, so, Kristen, um, our normal questions that we have for, for our guests, um, we want to know what's your favorite coffee beverage. We'll start there. Mm-hmm. So my everyday coffee beverage is just coffee with sweet cream. Um, but if I'm going to get fancy in my coffee, I, I love the caramel brulee latte that Starbucks has at Christmas. Mm. Oh, I know that one well, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> How about your your favorite adult beverage? Do you have a my go to is a, a rum and coke. Mm. Good old good old Captain and Coke. Yeah. Oh, oh we're talking Captain because like not Don Q or mm-hmm. some of those. Like, no, no. Derek likes the cheapest, grossest rum ever. I'm like, there's something wrong with your brain. Like that doesn't <laughs> cannot compute. Got to be good so, rum, but uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. I value that. All right. Well, our last question is actually our absolute favorite, yep. and we'll we'll ask it of both of you. Shyla, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Kristen, we'll start with you. What's your passion? I have given this a lot of thought because I knew you're going to ask me. <laughs> um, and I, what I've settled on is being able to use my gifts um, to help and make a difference, however and wherever I can. All right. That's awesome. And what do you think, Abby? What would you say is your passion? 
helping people and animals. Well, thank you so much for taking time with us tonight, both of you lovely ladies. You're welcome. It was a pleasure chatting. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.